0: hey you're listening to a four and one more episode of known for a filmography podcast
1: on these episodes we pick a topic um, every month every other month every other month yep um, and we choose our top four personal favorites and an extra one like a bonus uh, something yeah. interesting or maybe different about it that you might not have known that we think you should check out
0: not just our like fifth choice. Yeah. An interesting choice and why it's worth watching if it sounds interesting to you. Yeah. Um, And we should introduce ourselves. This is Bob Shoy.
1: Hey, um, I'm Becca.
0: So should we just get straight into it or what? This
1: episode, um, we chose the topic of Westerns.
0: Well, this was kind of your choice, really. It's
1: something close to my heart.
0: You're a big fan of Westerns.
1: Yeah. I think that's my mum's fault. She's a big Westerns fan as well.
0: I've watched much more Westerns. Yeah. Since knowing you, <laughs> that's um, not a bad thing. I think before I met you, I'd only seen maybe Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, right? And maybe like Magnificent Seven. Okay, and that would be like maybe possibly it, a couple more, maybe. In the
1: past few weeks, though, we've sort of like. Sort out like just
0: a couple of the ones we'd never seen before. Yeah, are there any other classics that we've missed?
1: Mopped up a few good ones Mm. that um, sort of slipped us by over the years because we've been watching westerns for a long time. Every now now
0: and then we go for a bit of a phase and we'll like binge westerns for like a couple of weeks.
1: They've got like such a unique vibe to them, I think. Yeah, Um, I find them really interesting because the. They always seem so like otherworldly and like old, but when you actually think about it, it's like 150 years ago.
0: That might seem like interesting for American listeners who listen to the show to get uh, someone from the UK's viewpoint on a Western. They do seem like maybe the way they see like a medieval setting, right? To us, it's sort of like a completely other world.
1: Yeah, like it's really weird and it's very to th- mythical to think that. At the same time period that these were going on, like what was happening in the UK, yeah. it was like basically completely like industrial revolution, yeah. wasn't it? I think like Victorian,
0: depending on what era Western, yeah, they don't like look at the turn of the century.
1: They ran for quite a while, but just like the absolute polar opposite. Mm. Um, well, sometimes you get
0: the stuffy Brit turn up in one of these westerns, and he's always like suit, gentrified, and pocket watch, and things. Yeah,
1: he's like, um, "What are you heathens up to?"
0: Yeah, I'm just documenting. Um, but yeah, I like I do like westerns now. You've like won me over to westerns because what I always say to you is like there's not really any bad westerns. Mm. Um, even sort of one of the not so good ones is very still very watchable. Yeah, that's why they put them on in the afternoon on British telly, like classically flipping through the channels mm. before everyone just could have watch anything anytime. But I always remember just flicking through the channels and there'd be a western on in the afternoon mm. because yeah, I watch that. Like it's just they're easy watching and they sort of all they do meld together a little bit, which is why. Sometimes picking your favourite, you really dig through and go, what ones do I like and why do I like them? Mm. Um, and obviously the two big names yeah, the are Clint Eastwood yeah, and John Wayne. Yeah. And people seem to have a preference of one or the other. Yeah. Um, we'll sort of talk, I'm sure... So John
1: Wayne um, John Wayne came like first, didn't he? He was like yeah, a, little bit, a, of, like a white. little bit earlier on. And then um Clint was see, like the bad boy of the Westons. Yeah. And... Like, amazingly, Clint is still, like, in films and is still directing. (laughs) Um, Clint, please retire. (laughs) (laughs) So he's sort of like a survivor, um, which is really cool. So they're
0: they're the big two um, who would seem to have a preference, but I'm sure that we've both got, films from yeah. at least one of them in up. so we'll talk about them as they come up uh-huh. um and then there's a few other sort of recurring names of the okay era but
1: so you go also. first then what's your number four so we backwards to go first? yeah i want to know what you put
0: okay well i have to say i did three different lists I, i've come i've revisited a, this like
1: there's too much to choose from and they're honestly like even though they're all in the same genre they're so unique
0: i'm just gonna say that I feel like if I ever listen to this in the future, I'll be like, why did I pick those? This is just how I'm feeling tonight. I just completely wrote a new list right. tonight just based on my instincts of how I feel tonight.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: And I feel I'm even surprising myself looking at it now, but let's just run with it. My number four, High Noon.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Is it on your list?
1: Um, No. Okay. I'm glad it's on yours though.
0: I This was like a real last minute edition. Okay.
1: Okay. Why do you, like, slip it in there?
0: I just think it's so unique. It's such mm-hmm. a simple premise. It's just like, you know, bad guys are rolling into town, like, half the westerns. But it it's like it almost runs in real time. Mm-hmm. And since watching this, I feel like it's a film I reference all the time. Right. Um, and I still don't know many films that are like this and just the pacing.
1: Is it something? Is it something that you reference all the time or do you feel like it's referenced in, like, every day and you didn't realise until you watched it? I don't Is it one of those I've things. I've definitely
0: compared other things I've seen to this since I've seen this. Okay. I'm like, oh, I, I, when I see something that runs in a similar, um, like, pattern and it's timing. Right, yeah. I go, oh, it reminds me of High like Noon. Yeah, it's like High Noon. It's like real time, like High Noon. Yeah. Because um, we watched a film recently and I said it was like High Noon. Do you remember? Like I said, oh, what was it? I said they're, they're getting turned down every step along the way and... Oh. oh, it was uh, two days, one night. Marion Cotillard. Right. That film is that felt like a modern version of this. Okay. So basically, yeah. in this, the guy who is he's getting married, he's going to leave town, mm-hmm. but these bad guys are rolling in. I'm going to really just like short on the synopsis town, but these bad guys are rolling in basically, um, and he knows they're coming
1: on the noon and he's train. got like
0: an hour and a half basically to try and rally as many people to stand by him when mm-hmm. they roll into town, and the whole film basically in real time is him going door to door asking to him for support to the church to the barber to the people at yeah. the bar and saying will you stand with me hmm. when this person comes in and um, and him having the chance to like leave it all behind and just let them roll into town because he's leaving anyway he's getting married hmm. but him not having to stand by his convictions and like, I've got to face these guys even
1: though no one supports him yeah
0: hmm. I've got to face these guys they're coming into town
1: he keeps getting turned down for help and he's,
0: he's just you know turned down yeah all the way through yeah and when we watched two days one night that's what really reminded me of this because mm, she yeah. in that film she is door to door door to door will you vote for me help? to like, yeah. not get the sack
1: yeah yeah amazing
0: and it feels like this so yeah i just the unique
1: pay for it. The, I like the- i
0: almost had this as a one more because i like it because it was uniqueness yeah but i think i just like it a lot because it's so different and it's not exactly that interesting because it is just him going hi will you help me no okay for like an hour and a half, yeah. and then a shootout. But,
1: it's a real slow burn, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, because it's almost so film. Because it does cut between like him and then the guys waiting for the train.
0: Mm. Oh yeah, every now and then you cut like to the, the guys. baddies. But you you see the clock. It keeps cutting to the clock, so you can see how much times. Yeah. Coming, you have got a clock ticking the whole way through. Really interesting really, film it, for like how old it is. It's conceptually it's so interesting. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that's my number four. Okay. I'm happy with that now. Now I've <laughs> reasoned with it out loud. I'm yeah. like, yeah, that's a good choice. I'm happy now. <laughs> what is your number four? Uh,
1: My number four is The Shootist.
0: The Shootist. Okay.
1: So we actually only watched this one recently. I hadn't seen it before, but mm-hmm. it is um John Wayne's last film. Yes. Um, And I found it really poignant because it's kind of a reflection of John Wayne himself. Mm. Like they both like his character and John Wayne had cancer. Mm. So he's playing kind of a guy who's seen many, many sunsets out um, on the plains and he's a very weathered man and he's sort of come into town, quite notorious guy um, and sort of plonked himself down at this woman's um, like kind of B&B almost like bed and breakfast place. Um and once you find out who he is she's like no you can't stay here yeah, like you're going to like a, he's
0: he's no cause good he's like
1: a ruckus, a like,
0: notorious gunman
1: yeah um but he's just like don't worry like i'll pay you double what it, what reason your reason rooms worth and to for your trouble and stuff cuz i'm dying
0: the reason he's gone to that town is because he wanted the medical advice of the of doctor from that town because they're old friends and he didn't trust
1: yeah the and doctors. the doctor is another amazing um Actor in westerns, James Stewart. Yes, they cross paths a few times throughout um, their career. Well, they have
0: one like very famous film together, and this feels like a little reuniting of yeah. the two. And James Stewart is almost like I think of him as like the third western star. You've got like mm. you've Clint Eastwood and John John Wayne, and then like James Stewart's done has his fair few, yeah, fair share of westerns. As so well. it's
1: quite nice to see them both as like old men, mm. kind of at the end of their careers and their lives, kind of supporting one another. Um, but it's, he's also—it's also about inspiring like the younger generation. So like the woman he ends up like staying with at Airbnb, he kind of like takes her son under his mm-hmm. wing a little bit and like um, teaches him to shoot and yeah, stuff. And he's like, you don't need to
0: drink. You don't have to be like a drinking alcohol all the time to be a yeah. gun man. You should be clear-headed.
1: Yeah. Um so I really love that like the sentiment of the film was mm. kind of a really nice like send off.
0: It's very like slow paced because it is mm. this, this guy's twilight and he's, and he's just, just there to have his last days.
1: He's just like in this
0: And he runs into people like, town, he's met small town. throughout his life.
1: Yeah, you kind of get like little snippets of like his life that's mm. passed. It's, it's really a nice cool. film. And
0: it, yeah, like you said John Wayne himself was on, like, and it, it kind of feels like it is, he's playing the character. It's like, if all his old films had been the same character. He embodies. He, they even yeah. shows clips of him younger in his older films as he's yeah. like remembering them and stuff, which mm. is so cool. Mm. Um,
1: and spoilers, like the final shootout is really emotional. Mm. So, uh, so yeah, that's my number four.
0: Yeah. Interesting choice. I feel like our number fours were like interesting choices. Mm,
1: mm-hmm. Okay. So, Number three you go.
0: My number three, uh, this is John Wayne again. <gasps> this is the one I consider John Wayne's epic. Right. The Searchers.
1: Okay. Nice. Uh, is this on your
0: list? No. I I think this film is really cool. Yeah. Um. This is, of all the old John Waynes, mm. this is the one where I think, like I said, this is Classic. the epic John Wayne.
1: Classic Western. It's yeah, like got all the it's,
0: elements. It's very sprawling. It's got... um. You know he's got like Rio Bravo like as well where he's defending a town and things like that. You've got all these other types and he's
1: this This one. They're just like on the trail. This one is just
0: there. Yeah, on the the
1: pavement. Like this
0: girl's been kidnapped, um, and they're going after her, and they're just
1: on the trail. On the trail. It's just them on the trail for weeks and
0: weeks, tracking down this girl, searching for this girl. They are the searchers. Yeah, and until. Oh, maybe even last year, the year before, I'd never seen a John Wayne Western. I okay, remember, I we were talking about westerns. I think Red Dead Redemption Two had come out, and I was like getting the itching to watch some more westerns again. Mm. And this one was recommended by one of our friends, Arthur.
1: Right. I said, what's
0: well, some westerns you love?" And he was like, "The Searchers is like my favorite." Oh, cool. And I was like, yeah, "Oh, yeah. I, I've never seen it." I looked. I was like, oh, "I've never actually watched a John Wayne one." And I just binged a load of John Wayne westerns and realized, oh, actually, John Wayne's pretty fucking great. He's in some really good westerns. So good. He's, um, yeah. I always thought he was really cheesy, and some of the films are. But I like him, mm. and um, and this was the one like it lived up to Arthur's hype of it for mm-hmm. me. I'm like, yeah, this is the John Wayne epic mm. western, yeah, um, and yeah, to me, it's his high point.
1: Mm. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, love I film. love like when you just get those like sprawling landscapes, mm-hmm. like yeah, you, and the, the music, and it's like just quiet like I feel like films sometimes now just have to fill the space but mm-hmm. I feel like westerns like embody that space like just the there's no well, the talking scope of the journey. yeah and even sometimes it's just like there's n- like barely any dialogue sometimes mm. in some scenes and it's just like people like a look can say you know what everything that needs to be said in that moment and uh, I just really yeah I love that like uh, the the stillness of it, but mm-hmm. they're on on like the journey.
0: It feels to me as well. That there's a certain, there's like we said, westerns couldn't meld together, but there's like maybe three or four types of western. Like what feel mm. has this got? Well, this is right. like um we're searching for someone, we're tracking something down. Yeah, there's defending the town. There's mm-hmm. bounty hunters. Right. Yeah. Bringing a guy to like order. Mm-hmm. Um. There's like moving between states for some reason. We have to move a herd of cattle. We have to move a village to yeah. somewhere else. I have to defend a family as we move them. Is transport stories. Mm-hmm. And maybe there's another, they're the four like modes of Western that I think of. Mm-hmm. And there's probably others, but yeah. So that's mine. Yeah, The Searchers. Nice. What's your next one?
1: Uh, my number three is Django.
0: Jango Unchained. So you're considering this a western? Yeah. I think this is a bit of a cheat. Okay. Yeah,
1: it's definitely a bit of cheat. It's not like classic western. It's a really cool like modern western. Um, but there are shootouts in it. Yeah. There are cowboys in it. Yeah. Um. So yeah. But we talked about this one like we talked about this one quite quite a lot on the Quentin Tarantino pod. Um. But I really like it as like a modern portrayal of um like gunslingers mm-hmm. because they're like not traditional at all. Mm-hmm. um so it's like Well
0: even the setting isn't traditionally like the west
1: mm. but even in some westerns we've sort of seen more like it's kind of at the end of the like quote-unquote westerns era mm-hmm. um it's kind of towards the end where there there's more like um like infrastructure and stuff um and things like that and there's a lot more like gentrification that's coming in um but yeah, I do, I love the shootouts and I love the characters and I love that it's not quite a traditional Western. And that's why I like, that's why I've just chucked it but in there. I actually I thought think,
0: you were going to include this, but right. I thought you were going to put it as your plus one because it's my plus one because it's not really a proper Western. Right. But you've just yeah. straight up included it in there. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I'm
1: going for it. <laughs> I'm guns blazing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, so
0: that's, you just, you like it, it's just up there for you. It's as just like a really a, good It's film. like an alternative. Yeah. Western. Mm. I love the film. It's not on my list because it's a cheat.
1: <laughs> right. Number two.
0: Um, okay. My number two Unforgiven. Oh. This is my favorite Clint Eastwood Western.
1: Oh my God. Cool.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, which might be a shocking revelation as to what's not on my list. Right. Um, obviously, Clint Eastwood is the grizzled Western star. Um, and this might have been the first western I watched because I wasn't really a western guy. So I probably watched this just because it was like a big film. Yeah. And it's like a fairly, it's a more modern film. So I was like, oh yeah, I'll watch that. Clint Eastwood, Morgan Freeman. Um, who else in it? Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman. Yeah. yeah. I was like, and yeah, Richard Harris. Yeah, I'll check this out. And I remember just loving it. And part of that is the novelty of, like, I'd never really seen a Western,
1: because
0: mm-hmm. I just didn't watch them growing up, and it plays a lot on the fact that it is, like, Clint Eastwood as an older man. Yeah. And he just, like, doesn't want to get back into things, but he's sort of, his hand is forced. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like that it's just this old man Western.
1: hmm
0: A bit like, kind of, like, it's his version of the shootist almost. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, like, this holds a place in my heart for being the first that I watched, really, and
1: sort of like got opened your eyes like a bit more yeah it made me go oh actually westerns
0: some westerns can be pretty cool yeah um and yeah it still does so i haven't watched it for quite a few years i would be interested to see how much it holds up but for in my mind i'm like yeah i I love unforgiven
1: yeah nice it's really good it's got a different vibe to it though i think
0: it's quite like i i find all clint eastwood films they're all, his westerns are very different to the others because they're all just a bit like raw, more raw, yeah. a bit gnarlier. Yeah. Which is why a lot of people love them. They're like, yeah, that's the real shit. That's
1: yeah. like. And some like, are like kind of conceptual. Mm-hmm. Like a little bit.
0: Oh, the the trilogy he did with the, the Josie Wales, Pale Rider, High Plains Drifter. Yeah. I find that, like, I find them as a piece. I don't know if that's a thing, but when I watched them recently, I was just like, this feels like its own trilogy. Yeah. It feels like, I, I, I think it's intentional, I didn't really look it up, but when I watched him with you, I was like, is this Heaven, Hell and Purgatory? Yeah. Is that the themes of this film Yeah, films? I
1: think like his it's films gotta be. are like, more interlinked a little bit.
0: Mm. And I would actually say, it's not on my list, but it would have been close. My second favourite Clint Eastwood isn't the big one either. It's uh, Josie Wales, mm-hmm. Outlaw Josie Wales. Okay. I think that's a really cool film, but I won't talk about it in case any of these are on your list. But yeah, so my number two, Unforgiven.
1: Right, so my number two is good badly ugly okay
0: (laughs) so i thought it was gonna be high (laughs) up for you so i didn't
1: oh man this film yeah there's like well for me there's like one that tops it but i think it's more like super sentimental
0: i'd be really interested Um, to see what that is this is my
1: novelty but it's such a good classic western all the parts are there like the mysterious gunslingers, mm-hmm. like, the shootouts, like, across the plains. Like, yeah, it's amazing.
0: Yeah, I do really like it. Mm. Um, I I don't know why it and, never like, clicked of me as my absolute, like, favorite. It would probably be my top ten. Yeah. But it just didn't make my top four.
1: I think this is one of the early ones that I saw, like, definitely. Yeah. So maybe it, because it has, like, that, I don't know, sentimental, like... Like you said, like, it's sort of one of the ones that I saw and it's like, oh my God, like, Westerns are fucking cool.
0: (laughs) Of the, like, Sergio Leone, Mm. Spaghetti Western, Man With No Name trilogy, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. It's my favourite. Yeah. I think they're all really good films. The
1: bit at the end.
0: The shootout's amazing. The three-way shootout, that's what it's all about. And the three guys, the good, the bad and the ugly, they're all really cool.
1: And it's just, like, super iconic. Yeah. Um I don't think you can talk about Westerns without sort of including this.
0: No, and I almost, I'll be honest, I almost didn't include it because I knew you would. Yeah. Like yeah. it may have been my number four. Okay. I was considering like when I put Heinel, I thought like, a bit more interesting, I'll do that. But it was close. Like I was considering putting this one in.
1: I'm glad that we each chose like both of these because they're like really good.
0: I actually thought this would be your number one. Mm. But um I, know I what love you mean. like
1: the shots of just like it's like almost like a letterbox and it's just their eyes like yeah. looking.
0: Oh, and how can we not talk about the soundtrack?
1: Oh, no. Like the
0: soundtrack's absolute classic.
1: And this is one that like really embodies like a look mm-hmm. and like all silence. Yeah, that like, like, like
0: um, it's like a yellowy brown. Everything about it is like a yellowy brown <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> tint. And all the, I think just like the look of it is like super iconic, like mm-hmm. the outfit and The poncho, like, yeah. yeah. Like definitely.
0: And the other guy's Tash. Mm. What's the actor called?
1: Um Lee Van Cleef.
0: Yeah, Lee Van Cleef. Yeah. His Tash. like he's I love Lee Van Cleef. And mm. he's a Western's. He's so like sinister.
1: Yeah. This was Clint at his like prime. Yeah. This like, is definitely.
0: like I'm cool, I'm the sexy bad boy, cowboy. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Absolute classic.
1: I love it. So good.
0: So we're up to our number ones.
1: Yeah.
0: Oof. Cloud through this. This might be the swiftest we've ever done one of these.
1: Oh my god! Just because like it's hard to talk about westerns without like giving big spoilers away. I think and like obviously you want people to go and watch them. But yeah.
0: Well, also we always talk about a few others at the end. So yeah. Don't worry. Uh, I'm just like
1: gushing. Just like I love
0: it. <laughs> my number one. I'm really interested as what well, your number one is. <laughs> really, really not sure what it'll be. Um, my number one. Right. Is the man who shot Liberty Valance.
1: Oh nice.
0: That's my favourite Western.
1: That's cool.
0: And I only watched this two years ago. Yeah. But I was just like I'd already I would always heard it was good. Yeah. It's always on these like top lists and stuff. But I was like, yeah, I'll get around to watching it. And I when I watched it, I was like, God, I just fucking loved it. I just loved it. I was so like enwrapped I loved the plot. Like
1: it's got double bubble you know John Wayne James Stewart
0: I nearly I didn't want to give it away when you mentioned them reuniting in the shootist. Yeah. But this was their big film together and it is like it is like the turn of the wild west into a more like democratic society. Yeah. And you know James Stewart's character wants this democracy to form. Yeah. We can't just go around shooting
1: Mm. But John Wayne's kind of like, oh, order. you'll never change, like, the West.
0: Yeah, he's kind of with him, but kind of like, you can't change things yeah. around here. And they have this sort of, like, uneasy friendship. Um, and there's a shooting, and he's mm. sort of, like, trying to calm the town down and say, like, no, we can still have a democracy. And it's the whole thing is like his funeral. Yeah. So it's it's sort of like, um, it's told as a story. Like, you're at the guy's funeral. And it's being told as to the real story of what happened back then. Yeah. And you're seeing the events as they actually transpired. mm um, And they're not necessarily what everyone thought happened. Yeah, So it's yeah. great. You've got this, like, just what really happened and how things changed.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like how it's retold. Yeah. Thing. And, and it's I just like, l- well, I, I was there, so. Yeah, I really
0: love of- Westerns in that setting where it's the end of the West. Mm-hmm. I really love stories set at that time Yeah. where it's like cowboys dealing with towns wanting to become more civilized all that. Yeah. And and it's at like the end of the in.
1: era and they're kind of like they've been in it for so long they and they don't know what to do with themselves. Yeah, they don't know any any other way? Mm, like and sometimes they
0: rally against it and they go wild and they're shooting yeah. left, right, and center. Sometimes they're trying to uphold justice, but mm. the, they turn on the side of people who want to.
1: It must be weird to have it. like such change, and it did happen like fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. I think like it was kind of in a really short period of time where a lot of towns started like popping up that yeah. weren't just like mud balls or whatever in the middle of nowhere, where you could just roll into town and without any consequences kind of
0: so So. when i was putting my list together you know i said oh they changed like three times this was always my number one right this was like number one with a bullet
1: Mm. it's also in black and white this one is it all the way through black and white yeah
0: wow i don't even remember it being black and white i just love it
1: (laughs) yeah it's one of the only ones we've talked about that's in black and white all right yeah really cool amazing film good choice
0: Thank you. And what is your number one?
1: My number one is uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Of
0: course it
1: is. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I love this film. Like, it's probably one of my favorite films ever, I think. Like, it was definitely high up there. I just, um, again, it's like really end of the cowboy, like, era.
0: I mean um what an awesome duo. Yeah. Robert Redford and um Paul Newman.
1: Yeah. I yeah, I love um Robert Redford, he's so good in it. Um Hole in the Wall Gang, like their kind of band of outlaws. Um yeah. and it all comes like crashing down on them, like catches up with them and they're like shit, like we need to I get love, out of here. And it's I love just the about them like on the run and
0: escaping. It's on and the stuff. run, but it's also very light hearted and humorous yeah. and you know, raindrops keep falling on my head and yeah. they're just like goofing around with this girl and yeah but at the same time like they're on the run
1: yeah and... it's a much later film than like most western it was filmed in 69 um, whereas mm-hmm. most were sort of like 50s, 60s mm. um, so I think that's maybe why it's got a bit of a different tone to it mm.
0: but it's almost it is like it has it's, I wouldn't say it's a pure it's like a comedy almost
1: mm, yeah and they're, it's... It's, they're kind of like limping along like they're kind of when they get
0: yeah their days um, are numbered
1: yeah um when they get wounded and stuff and it's like oh you know we're we've always been together kind of mm. and they're just kind of like yeah trying to make it knowing how kind of futile that mm. seems um yeah, yeah. And
0: i, I no, yeah, i don't want to give away, but i love i love the way it ends i love the ending yeah it's great
1: such a good film
0: um another one i hadn't seen until you maybe watch it, <laughs> you introduced it to me. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, this is a really good one. I can't believe I couldn't. I completely forgot about this one. was. Of course, it was going to be your. There's one. a good
1: mix of like um, out in the wilderness and like diff- There's lots of there's because they're in uh, like shootouts in towns and stuff like that, mm. and they try and um, they're trying to basically escape um, to South America, aren't they? Trying to get to Bolivia, I think.
0: Oh, I can't remember.
1: But um, so there's quite a lot of like you get the west but then you get like different mm. um, scenes and stuff like that um, it's such a good film like they're uh, charisma together
0: oh yeah oh, so they were like best friends in real life mm. and I think that always comes up shines through when they are paired up in films yeah. like The Sting is another great example of that
1: yeah and they're just kind of like like you said it's more like a light-hearted western they're both mm. like kind of cheeky characters as, as opposed to like um, a Clint Eastwood where he's really like gritty and mm-hmm. like like raw like that mm-hmm. so i love the contrast I feel like between you. two with,
0: with clint you've got like the gritty bad boy
1: yeah he's like, like gnarly
0: john wayne you've got like the no nonsense let's get this done
1: he's a bit more like a i would say inverted commas like traditional
0: yeah traditional cowboy yeah no-nonsense. but then i would say even james stewart maybe even more of like a typical cowboy he's a real like cowboy Guy, I feel like whereas John bit, Wayne is very, like, no-nonsense.
1: Yeah, like, James Stewart comes a bit more, like, light-hearted. Mm. Um, the way he, like, portrays a cowboy, mm. I think.
0: I just realised, amazingly, we've got no overlap in our choices. <laughs> oh, my God. And I <laughs> so know good. that our plus ones will be different. Okay. Because what I've chosen, you definitely went off.
1: Right, so what's your plus one?
0: My plus one is bone tomahawk
1: oh my gosh <laughs> okay
0: this is not for the faint-hearted um this is a fairly recent western horror okay with kurt russell um he's got his big kurt russell mutton chops left over from filming hateful eight mm-hmm. and um it is there again It's this It's a. it's really slow western really slow yeah until the last quarter Right, And then it turns into an absolute horror show Right, with Terrifying. some of the most shocking images I've ever seen in film. Is
1: it like the tension's building the whole way through though?
0: Kind of, but I never thought it would build up. Because I've not did. seen it
1: because you watched it and you were like, it's a great Western and then you'll just hate the end because you hate horror films. It's
0: <laughs> absolutely shocking. I knew that it was kind of horrific going right. in. I didn't realize how much of a slow burn it would be to get there, okay. and I didn't realize how extreme it would be when it got there.
1: Is it just like short and sharp? Like
0: uh, no, right, okay. no, it's not short and sharp. It <laughs> no, because you
1: say it's like the last like um, quarter or third or whatever. Yeah, quarter. So there's third. obviously
0: it just goes to chaos, right? Uh, but the the graphic shots don't like. Short, sharp cuts. It is like you're gonna watch this.
1: It's not like a Tarantino where it's like you can see him in pain and no, cut. <laughs> like no, <cut> away.
0: <laughs> it is like I'll cut this, but like oh geez. and well, at least this tribe is nuts. It's almost supernatural. Like is it based on real stuff? Find. No.
1: Okay.
0: It's it's just nuts. I mean, I kind like, of I want anyone who watches it who's in who's up for something that they've got a strong stomach for to go in and be as shocked as I was. Mm. So I don't really want to give anything away.
1: Cuz I think like this is just like westerns in general, a lot of them like don't depict like the really like raw and oh, right. like, horrific in terms stuff of, like scalpings and Yeah, and mm. like a little bit like I want to mention the revenant like later on, but um like that was kind of like quite harrowing, like and mm-hmm. like
0: the trials, the trials
1: that he went through. Yeah, and it's super real. Like that shit happened.
0: Yeah, this is real, and then it's not. Okay, <laughs> and then it's not.
1: So it's not for the faint-hearted.
0: <laughs> Definitely not for the faint-hearted. If you've got a strong stomach and you want to watch a crazy like genre mashup of western and horror mm. with like Kurt Russell, right? Then this is the one to go for. Okay, um, and I, yeah, I don't want to give anything more away than that, but. Bone Tomahawk is my plus one. Cool. What's Thanks. yours?
1: My plus one is uh, it's a bit of a weird one. Um it's Winchester 73.
0: Oh, the, this was so close to being my plus one.
1: Um I chose it. It's a James Stewart, but mm-hmm. it basically it's really a unique western because it basically follows the story of a gun. Yeah. Instead of like a man or whatever like mm. Yeah, it just The follows, main
0: character is the gun.
1: Yeah, it just follows like who cuz somebody wins it and then somebody steals it and, like, the gun's journey. Yeah. It's really interesting. I mean, you're
0: always following what James Stewart's character's up to, but the focus is, like, where's the gun now? And whoever's got the hands on the gun is but who you primarily yeah. with. And he's trying to track it back down when it goes out of his sight because yeah. he wins it in a competition at yeah. the start. That's how it starts. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, I really like this film. This is my favourite James Stewart.
1: Yeah, so it... And it's kind of, like, a little bit... Um. Everybody who, like, touches it is sort of, like, a little bit Ill- ill-fated, ill like, kind of...
0: Well, everyone wants it like the, because yeah. it's like, oh, it's a, it's a Winchester 73. It's like, oh, this is the best gun around. Yeah. Oh, my God, how'd you get your hands on one of those sort of thing?
1: So, yeah, it's really cool. It's got an amazing cast. Just a cool story, really. It has a
0: great shootout at the end as well yeah. on the rocks. Really cool shootout at the end. Mm. I always think of this as, like, one of my fave ending shootouts.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, it's just, like... Two guys on either side of a big rock. Yeah, but it's just so cool because they're just like trying to get one off, and it's glancing off the rocks. Yeah, yeah. this is
1: another like fairly early. um, So this was shot in the 1950s, so it's Mm. kind of like on the earlier. It must be one of of the early color
0: ones. um, It's in black and white. Is it? See, I remember this one being in color. James Stewart ones, like the sort of half room, half room black and white, Mm. half room color.
1: It's um, this is I think one of the ones where James Stewart's like in his prime
0: yes mm. yeah the, a lot of people consider this the best James Stewart Western I, I do as well yeah of the ones I've seen I haven't seen all these Westerns but.
1: so super interesting like really cool take and like kind of um unique like really for I've, a Western
0: I've said this to you as unique as a film I said you I want to watch I, I mean if listeners have actually any recommendations for me I said to you we were walking around a museum last year and there was just a weird painting in this museum and I was like, how did this painting get Like, who painted this? Why is this in this museum? Mm. And I was like, why don't they make a film where the main character yeah, is like the item? It. Yeah. And you see it through the, the ages. Yeah, but like, 20 years. It. It, like, when it gets set down somewhere, and it's like 20 years later until it's moved again. Then you see mm. who it's with. And then I want to see a film with the main characters. And then we watch Winchester 73. And I was like, oh, weird. <laughs> That's kind of the film I was talking about. But yeah, you don't see this very often. Or I can't think of another example where the item is the character, it's mm. the main character. Yeah. Such an interesting idea.
1: So um, that's my plus one because I think it's unique and cool, interesting story.
0: Excellent. Great list. a
1: good Western to boot.
0: Great list. Um, I think we both had really good lists. Hmm. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June.
1: absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness because one purchased equals one donated. Wow. Did we just write an ad? Yes.
0: Bombus. big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. Hmm. Uh, but there are any that were close, we we'll probably got like five, 10 minutes where we can just talk yeah. about some others that were close for us. Well, I did. I
1: just briefly mentioned the revenant, which I <laughs> think like is worth a mention. Um, incredible film something I we only watched recently when we did the Leopod.
0: yeah I'd seen it before but it was first time for you
1: um super cool like gritty just absolutely harrowing gnarly film but really I think more true to life than most like traditional despite like traditional the superhuman feats
0: that he survives
1: yeah um but like all the stuff about because like a lot of the westerns revolve around somebody just fucking somebody else over mm um, or like doing something shady or like stealing something. Oh, yeah, or... Tom
0: Hardy's despicable in this.
1: Yeah, but his character kind of goes above and beyond. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does show it in a more like realistic light. Like the West was, I mean, I wasn't there personally, but I think it was pretty like ruthless out there, like really lawless. Um, and in this, I think you really get that vibe mm-hmm. of it. Just no shits were given. Mm
0: um another one i really love this was really close mm-hmm. um for my number four is the assassination of jesse james by the coward robert ford oh
1: yes
0: beautifully really shot really beautiful uh brad pitt is the main character he's jesse james yeah. and it is the story of his assassination mm. by the coward robert ford um, and it has an amazing soundtrack amazing score like I've been listening to this fairly recently just like oh, it's just such a good soundtrack mm-hmm. and yeah it's just beautifully shot It's re- some people criticise it for being really slow really boring but that's, that's, what that's western. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a really cool Western I think
1: people maybe watched it not who don't normally watch Westerns
0: if you wanted a clue into. that the film was long and slow and potentially boring the clue's in the title <laughs> the title is long and slow and potentially boring <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's got some good people in it as well, Casey Affleck, yep. um, Sam Rockwell, yep. Um can't remember who else is not it, some really Casey
0: good... Affleck's Robert Ford, right? Yeah. And he's really sort of pathetic in it.
1: Yeah, Jeremy Renner's in it, mm-hmm. um, yeah, cool cast.
0: Really good film, and it is just about the last days of Jesse James. Mm. Spoilers, the clues the title, it's about his assassination. But uh, yeah, this is a great, more modern Western. Really mm. sort of overlooked. Yeah. And I think one of Brad Pitt's best mm. films, actually. Mm-hmm. So that nice. was a really close one. That was so close. In fact, on my original list, that was my number four. Oh. So,
1: yeah. yeah, really good. My, I've got an honorable mention mm-hmm. for um, Woman Walks Ahead.
0: Okay, that's a fairly recent film.
1: Yeah, I loved it. It's about... Um, it's not a
0: very popular film. Really? No, kind of badly reviewed. But uh-huh. I thought I quite enjoyed it.
1: I liked it because I think that you, like a lot of the older Westerns portray the Native um, American Indians in a poor light. Obviously, they're quite, mm-hmm. they portray them in like a really ferocious, like manner. Mm-hmm. Um, to the well, bad guys in those old ways, yeah, because they're the baddies. Um, obviously, you're like mm-hmm. attacking them, stealing their land, raping their women, just all these atrocities, and then you're like, Oh, well, how dare they? Anyway, uh, that's another story. Uh, this one, um, follows a painter from New York Jessica in 1890. Justine. Yeah.
0: Playing her, am I right?
1: Yeah, Jessica mm-hmm. Chastain. And she follows, um, she basically um, travels from New York, the character travels from New York to um, Dakota to paint a portrait of Sitting Bull.
0: Yeah. So it's about the painting of the mm. Sitting Bull portrait, yeah.
1: Which I love because I think, um, this is a little bit like what you're saying, like the history of a object, mm. like a little bit, which is quite cool. Yeah. Um, but, and also like, I really love seeing... Um, how film portrays these famous characters. Like, she
0: really, uh, like, gains a lot of respect for him in spending time with him and his people.
1: Yeah, and I think um, it's a really, like, unique perspective. Um, and is it based on a true story? Well, I guess the painting is, Yeah,
0: like, probably one of them where it's, like, takes elements of truth.
1: Because, mm. yeah, Sidney Ball is, like, super really interesting character. And mm. I think, like, again, like, Jesse James, like, following really big, like, famous... I want to find out more about those famous characters, mm-hmm. like in the in the time that they were around. So yeah. this one's really interesting, and it's a, again like a unique perspective. It's not um, like a classic western.
0: No, another one that's just recent that we watched recently, mm. um, which has um, sort of an, another showing a more hu- human side to uh, Native Americans is Hostiles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I really, really liked. Yeah. I put off watching this for so long because I was like, I never really heard anything about it when it came out. Like, It yeah. can't be that good. Um, And I, we watched it recently and I loved it. Yeah. I really, really loved it. Um, It's Christian Bale, Rosamund Pike, and they have to um, transport this Native American... To, chief. he's it's basically chief. dying he's a chief yeah, yeah and they got to transport him he's and some dying of his family they're taking him to a place where he wants to be his final resting place so
1: on a reservation i think they're transferring him to a reservation exactly
0: and christian bale's characters are you know grizzled vet and he's like i don't want i, I hate native americans yeah. i don't want to transport this guy really but by the end they end up working together obviously because that's what always happens in these when the numbers throughout their
1: trials and tribulations it's like yeah. the best like, way to go forward is actually to band together but, and um, trust one another. I had another.
0: some great performances in, yeah. and I just had a really nice pace. It was slow, mm-hmm. but it had a nice rhythm to it. Yeah. The movement of the journey. Mm. Um, and I love, like, Christian Bayo is a great actor anyway. Yeah. Um I know he's not everyone's cup like, of tea, but I thought he was so good in this.
1: Seeing um, his character, like, break down his prejudice, which mm. was really good. Yeah. Uh, that's hostile. Nice
0: um we'll probably start wrapping up but if there's any others you want to quickly rattle off and why then
1: um i am gonna say just quickly like fistful of dollars and that's a really good really good uh western mm-hmm. like super classic one mm-hmm. and power rider as well mm, really okay. really like uh, two clints there mm. if you want some more um bit more clean yeah. if you want
0: another old absolute classic like you know I said about The Search as being an absolute classic epic in scope yeah Once Upon a Time in the West is another of those mm-hmm. like I really love this film this was close to being on my list as well all these are close to being on my list but Once Upon a Time in the West this is um, well Once Upon a Time in Hollywood Tarantino film the title was based off this because he says this is one of his favourite films of all time mm-hmm. Tarantino the scope of it is just huge it's about the railway coming through America and stuff and It's just a really great, classic, long, epic Western. Mm. Watch this over the course of an afternoon. Yeah. Um, I've got another two wild choices. These were both close for my uh, plus ones. Back to the Future Part 3. Everyone hates this this installment of Back to the Future. I love it. It's way better than number two. Obviously, it's not as good as number one. But it's a really fun Western. I don't understand why no one likes Back to the Future 3. It's really fun. (laughs) Um, And also, Westworld...
1: Oh yeah, okay. That's a really cool, interesting shout.
0: Yeah, cowboy robots that go mad. Like it's
1: like western sci-fi mashup.
0: Yeah, it's like western sci-fi. It's western terminator. Yeah. So if you just want, you know, it's it's a it's nice and easy breezy. It's like an hour and a half long, just some robots going mad in uh, the wild west. Mm-hmm. And it's old, like for how old it is. It's still kind of a fun watch as well. Yeah. And um, we only watched this two weeks ago, and yeah. I was like, oh, that was really fun. Yeah. Um, it doesn't feel too dated, even though it's really old. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's a couple of honorable mentions I had there. And like I already said, Outlaw Josie Wells is probably my favorite classic, Clint.
1: Yeah. Nice. So, yeah.
0: great. Really good selection.
1: Yeah. I'm glad that we didn't, um, yeah, like overlap on too many because there's so many good ones and they deserve, like, a shout out.
0: Mm. So, uh, if you've got any suggestions for upcoming 4 and one mores, like we say, we do one of these every other month. Um We sort of think about what topics we want to do. We've got a couple of ideas in mind. Uh, Let us know if you have any ideas that you would like us to do. Any themes or we've done directors, we've done genres Mm -hmm. and studios we did like studio ghibli and stuff so any of that sort of thing that's no. Mm-hmm. you can contact us at knownforpod at gmail.com mm-hmm. or what's the website
1: uh so the website is knownforpod.com
0: and you can also contact us on there yep and find links you can find me on social media at at bobshoy that's at b-o-b-s-h-o-y that's on twitter mm-hmm. i'm on there fairly often cool um upsetting people and also being friendly to people mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm genuinely genuinely generally friendly on there <laughs> uh i like to talk to listeners on there as well
1: um so yeah cool yeah
0: and so next episode we are halfway through recording our keanu reeves episode of um known for that will be up at the end of the month in case you're not sure the pod normally goes up on the last day of the month um and then we're going to be cracking on we've actually finished watching the Keanu Reeves films now yep, we're we need to record to the second that. half of it and we're about ready to start our Pam Greer episode yep so um
1: looking forward to watching loads of those loads of her films
0: yeah I mean there's gonna be a real mixed bunch in there but yeah mm-hmm. be fun
1: and find out who your next actor is
0: yes I've now decided I had a real tough time deciding it was between three but I have now decided
1: so stay tuned for that
0: yeah thanks so, for listening
1: thanks for listening
0: and uh, we'll see you soon enjoy Keanu in two weeks time bye 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 back. Being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars